Welcome to this week's edition of Run Talk SA. I'm David Katz, Mr. Active, taking over the podcast from Brad Brown. Many thanks to Brad. He's done fantastic work on Run Talk SA over the last two years, but we will continue to mold this into a fantastic running podcast and all your questions you can get them into us all your advice anything you want people to know or you want to know you're welcome to send through to us on run talk essay this week we're just over a week away from comrades marathon the 2015 edition of course it is an uprun i did attempt we talked about this last week with brad i did attempt the comrades uprun two years ago wasn't in great form on race day made it 71 kilometers feeling horrible for the last 20 uh, great experience, unfortunately didn't finish, I will be back, but someone who will be back this year and someone I've done a lot of running with since I re-emigrated to Joburg, moved away when I was about three years old, came back here in 2006 and I've done a lot of running over the last two years with, uh, so the, since 2006 with just a couple of men, uh, one of them Matthew van Veinkart uh, wasn't running very far at that stage and he's about to attempt his fifth comrades in a row. Matthew, running, it's a fantastic activity. It's a fantastic sport. Where did your passion and your desire to start running uh, come about? Well, I've been running for many years with, with a couple of friends that I would run around the neighborhood with, but never anything really far. And I must actually say it was you who actually encouraged us to increase the distance. But what was that? About seven or eight years ago, I guess, the first time that we started upping the distance from regularly running maybe 5 to 10k runs a day, got us up to 21s and then marathons after that and it's been no looking back since then. It's been a very enjoyable activity. Well, no looking back since then for you. Unfortunately, since I became a father a couple of years ago, I haven't been as active and, and you and Yuval, the running partner, have gone way past me, yourself in particular. I mean, you're about to run your fifth Comrades Marathon. I mean, as a South African, you know about the race, you've thought of the race, but going back to that point where you started picking up the mileage, did you think you would ever run Comrades? No, I think in the, in the very beginning when, when you start increasing the distance, you know, from the shorter runs up till the 21s, just the idea of, of running further than that is, it just seems so alien to you. I mean, if you run your first 21, you're so totally wrecked and broken after that, that just the thought of doing double that, let alone four times that, is, is just madness. But you eat away at the mileage bit by bit and increase it a little bit every time you run. And before you know it, you're, you're up there. And it's really, it's really not that tough if you break it up into little bits. Really not that tough. You're about to <laughs> experience your fifth Comrades in a row. I mean, this is a massive race. We're going on almost 90 kilometers. Comrades is a tough race, five years in a row. You've continuously done that training. You've been out there on the road. You know, it, it is tough, and it's, it's a lot of commitment. No, absolutely, and I think anybody who says otherwise will be lying. It is, it's, it's a really big commitment. You dedicate a lot of your time to it, and... Uh, it does take a little bit away from your time to, that you spend with your family, but there's something about that race that's just absolutely addictive. And I, I can tell you that anybody who's done many comrades will say the same thing. It's, uh, it gets into your blood and you, you, you feel almost like obliged to re-enter every year and keep going. And as, as long as the, your body holds out, I think uh, that's what keeps a lot of people going. There's just something special about that race. Well, you talk about it being addictive, and I mean, that's the one thing I remember. You know, we had good training two years ago, good preparation. I'd felt good up until a month before, and then the, the month leading up to Comrades, I just knew I wasn't where I should have been. But, you know, we trained together. We wanted the ball row, and I did attempt to stick with you. But I just remember that start line, standing on the start at Comrades when they play Chariots of Fire and the Anthem, that's second to none. 
Absolutely. It's, it's just a magical experience. And you, you won't get that at, at any other race in this country, I think. Maybe, you know, maybe to some extent at, at Two Oceans, which I've never done before, but I understand there's also an incredible vibe at the start of that race. But certainly at, at, at Comrade, standing at that start line, um, waiting for all the all the things to happen that happen at the start. It's it's just a magical experience. And uh, anybody who runs, if you if you if you run long distance anywhere in this country and you've never done comrades yet, you really got to put it on your bucket list. It's it's an unbelievable experience. Now looking back at comrades, and I know that year you had a frustrating experience. You've been on and about Bill Rowan every year. You and I were together, we were on course for that Bill Rowan up until I left you about two hours into the uprun. Uh, you carried on pushing and you caught the the, the bus, the, the sub nine hour sub Bill Rowan bus. You got ahead of the bus, yet you missed cutoff. You missed the Bill Rowan. Yeah, no, it was, it was a very frustrating <laughs> Um, it's not something I'm particularly proud of. I, 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 for some reason, I've just never run with a watch, and I've always felt that I time myself better if I don't think about how fast I'm running and I just run according to how, how I'm feeling. And at that point, like you say, just before Polly's, I, I, I caught up to, or the nine-hour bus rather, caught up to me, and I thought, no, I'm not going to be able to hang on. But then they kind of stopped and walked up Polly's, and I had a little bit of you know, a little bit of power left in me. So I managed to jog up to the top of Polly's and I got a fair bit ahead of the bus and I was under the impression that I was well ahead of the nine-hour cutoff and I got to the stadium and I, uh, there's, a, there's a clock right outside the stadium which said I was on eight hours and 58 minutes or something like that and it was really just too far and I just couldn't make it and they ended up finishing at about nine hours and one minute. So I didn't quite make the bull run and then just after that, the, the nine-hour bus came in about maybe 10 minutes late, so I was a little bit frustrated that, that the guy, whoever was leading the nine-hour bus, didn't make it, but, you know, I guess these things happen, and I'll know for next time. Well, it's something I've always looked at, and you look at the flag, and you wonder who's running the bus, how they prepared, how they're timing it, how they're planning it, and, you know, it's one thing over 21, or even a marathon, but over comrades, you, 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 you don't condone it, and the, obviously the frustration was there, but you kind of understand over 90 kilometers, you can get that wrong. At Two Oceans, I was... Uh, we interviewed Dr. Ross Tucker from the Sports Science Institute, and he had the flag. He was running a sub-145 half bus, and even he was nervous. He was no nervous that he might not. Something could go wrong, and you don't carry that bus through. A lot of responsibility, but I, I feel your frustration. A full year of training for comrades and to miss out on that medal. And we've got a similar situation this year. For a lot of people who have been planning for medals, roadworks in Pine Town, all of a sudden, 870-odd meters longer, a lot of people might just miss out on those medals. So it'll be very interesting to see how we go. And uh, as we said, just over a week till comrades. But Matt, I want to go back to the start of your running and your passion. You know, we all have a lot of activities we like to do. I know you personally boxing, you enjoy sparring. But as a parent, as a person who runs their own business and needs to find time to exercise, running really is easy. It's convenient. Yes, you're out for a few hours, but you can go do it early and then you can be back with your family. Yeah, for sure. I think running is it's it's probably within everybody's grasp. I mean, that's the one great thing about it. And um, you know, I'm a member of Jackie Quantum Running Club, which is a great running club. And it's always amazes me like the people from all different walks of life that run there. And you don't have to be you don't have to be wealthy. You don't have to necessarily be super fit. You can you know any any body shape, any any level of fitness, and people from all different backgrounds can run. It's just the one thing, the one sport that anybody can participate in. And uh, it's very rewarding. 
Now, I know you just mentioned you're part of JP, a fantastic club. I joined them as well in the year I did comrades. But most of the running and most of the time, you know, we don't run in big groups. It's yourself, it's my, it's me, and it's, it's uh, Yuval, our other running partner. And yes, it's nice to run in groups and be part of a club, but just running as a whole, you know, we talk about social and we talk about being busy with work and busy with kids. Not only is it a way to get out there and get active, but it's also a way to just connect with people, you know, a few mates. And you're spending a few hours on the road. It's It's a nice way to get out and just shoot the breeze a bit and just, you know, release some frustration all around. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one thing I can definitely say that, especially if you've got a couple of friends that you can rope into running with, with you, it just makes your experience that much better. And it also encourages you to get out on the road. So if you've got a, a mate or two that, that's willing to get out on the road with you, it's, it's a much big, a, a huge difference from motivating yourself to get up on your own and go for a run to when you know that you've got a friend coming around that's going to join you on it because then it's like a, a guaranteed thing you've got to get up a little bit earlier and you've made that commitment and get you out there and it's just a, it's, a, it's a nice social activity um especially if you're running with guys that are in and about your your same your same fitness levels it's just really really a, a great activity all, all around now, with the Comrades Up run, which is what we're having this year, everyone says that first half is the hardest marathon you will do. And and it is. Like two years ago, I went there. I thought, yeah, how much climbing? We train with climbing. It was very hard. That climbing is hard. But we are fortunate in the area. We live in Johannesburg, close to Linksfield Ridge. Wherever you go, we are running up and we are climbing. I know Brad Brown has a saying, there's no climb that was never walked or something. You know, yeah. No climb that you can't walk. But we enjoy climbing. We've got an abundance of great climbing. We've got Linksfield Ridge, which we can run up four or five different ways. And, and it really is great preparation for the up run. Yeah, and you, you definitely need to work a lot of climbing into your uprun. And, uh, you know, I feel sorry for people living in really flat areas. To, it must be quite difficult to prepare for an uprun. But, I mean, you're always bound to find a hill somewhere. And like you say, we are very fortunate. There's you know, a lot of hills in and around where we stay, and uh, we tackle them quite regularly. So, yeah, and like you say, the, the uprun, the first half of the uprun is extremely difficult. And you, you, you're climbing more than you will just about in any, any standard marathon that you would do in the first half of Comrades. But then there's also the, the added benefit of having that, you know, that huge group of highly motivated people pulling you through it and the crowd. I tend to find that the first like 20 odd Ks of comrades, whether you're doing the up run or the down run, it's sort of like free mileage for me because that's that energy of the crowd and the runners around you just pull you through. Now, Matthew, you're going for your fifth one in a row this year. What is the ultimate comrades goal? You said it's a bug and, and I know for a lot of people it is a bug. I want to go back. I want to finish Comrades. But for me, I know 21s, if I can sit and run that distance for the rest of my life, I'm very happy. For you, what is the ultimate Comrades goal? How many do you want to do? Do you want to get that green number? And what else is on your bucket list? I mean, we're blessed in this country to have an abundance of amazing races. Yeah, for sure. I think if I had to talk about my ambitions for Comrades, um, I, I was able to get a, a bull run on a down run once before. I've never managed to get an up run. I don't think I'm quite ready to go for that this year, but I'd like to get that at some point in the future if I get an opportunity to train hard enough and possibly go for a green number someday as well. I mean, it's a, um, I'm not sure if I'll do them all in a row. It, like you mentioned earlier, it's a big commitment and it takes time away from your family, but uh, uh, you can keep running well into, your, well into your 60s. Some people are still running in their, in their mid-70s and even further than that, like Wally Hayward proved. So you got a lot of time to, to work at it, and uh, that's what I intend to do. And those other goals, other than comrades, what else is on that bucket list? 
Well, like we said before, I'd be very keen to run two oceans someday. I've never done that race before. Um, I think it's a little bit more difficult for most people coming from Johannesburg to get down. To, you make the arrangements to get down to Cape Town, but it's you know it's it's like a must do if you're if you're a long distance runner, and especially an ultra runner in South Africa. And there's plenty of other great races as well. I've never done Omni Dam, which I hear is really enjoyable as well. A few others in and around Gauteng too. So still still a lot of running to do. Now you said maybe not or possibly not a bull row in this year. What is your your goal for the 2015? Your fifth one. And uh, I know you think you're a little bit undercooked, but I think that might mean you're a little bit fresher this year. <laughs> well, as as much as I hope that you're right, um, I don't know. I can't I can't see it happening. I haven't I haven't put in quite as much training as I have in years gone by. But like you said before, comrades is a strange race. It's you know it's ninety ninety k's. Anything can happen. Maybe you wake up on the right side of bed, feeling good, feeling strong, and you know bull Rhone is on by the halfway mark, and and you push for it. Um, I'm not going in there with any expectations, but we'll see how I feel on the day. Well, Coach Lindsay Parry's advice, don't push the first half of the up, comrades. It really will come back to bite you in the second half. From about 50 to 70 k's, that's where you want to try putting the mileage. And, of course, a little bit of extra distance this year, just a little bit. When you're running almost 90 k's, what does an extra 800 k's mean anyway? 800 meters, beg your pardon. <laughs> no, 800 k's. Matthew, thank you very much. All the best for race day. It's just over a week now, 31 May. Everyone will be lining up for that very exciting start to yet another Comrades Marathon. It's been great to have you with us for this edition of Run Talk SA. We'll be back next week, uh, same time, same place, and listen to all of our platforms on talkfeed.co.za. Of course, also on the Old Mutual app where you can hear plenty more from Brad Brown. And we will also be down at the Comrades Expo and on race day, bringing you live digital radio. So plenty to come. Stay tuned. And thanks for joining us today. Cheers.